So I didn't get PMS as bad as what some women get, like the heavy periods. My period was actually diminishing. So it was literally mm-hmm. like I would get my period. I wouldn't even need to wear anything. I would just be like, oh, here she is. Oh, she's gone. Oh, cool. No worries. Mm-hmm. So my period was really diminishing. It was my ovulation that was so painful. I would like to the lead up to my ovulation, I would be um, bedridden. I would be in pain. I would have no energy. And to me, I thought that was just normal. It was like, oh, I'm ovulating, so I must be healthy. I, but um, it was really painful. So that has improved significantly. I think the only time I experiencing experience any kind of, oh, I feel a bit of pain is where I'm really stressed. Like in whatever way, shape or form, like working too much, like committing to too many clients or, you know, baby not sleeping or whatever it is, then I'll, I'll notice it. So I get to rein it back in and go, right, okay, what are the foundations? What do we need to do? What do we need to tick off? So mm. my, my cycle has improved exponentially. I, I really don't get any pain. I don't get bloating or swelling. My skin doesn't go crazy. I don't notice any of the, the crazy things that happen prior um, with my cycle. It's very like, just straight along, like happy, happy, happy. I might just notice a little bit. I, I don't know when my period's coming. The only way I know is because I'll I'll keep track of it on an app. Um, I don't get any other symptoms um, when ovulation's around. I don't get swelling of the breast. So I tell you what, like just that alone is just incredible. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bluefield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I've got the beautiful Nissa. Now, I always, I'm not sure if I fuck up your last name, Bovenkamp. Is that how you say it? Yeah. That's yes. perfect. <laughs> I always say Emma's last name wrong. And I just love Nissa. We've actually known her for... God, we met you. When did we meet you? Um, I we officially met, I think, at Lynn's um inner circle event. Uh, That's right, show. which was like how long ago? Five years ago? Let's let's go with five. Yeah. 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 And like back then, you know, um Nissa was a raving vegan. <laughs> Yes, I'm probably going to offend all the vegans that are listening to this podcast. They're probably not listening to this podcast if they're vegan. But, um, you know, she was back then, she was vegan and plant-based and, yeah, um, but she's we just loved her and she's got this huge, ridiculous ass that I love as well. Like she's just really short and so muscular. I'm so jealous. Um, but she's just a beautiful person and a beautiful human and she has the most amazing energy and I can just see why clients love you so, so much. Um, and yeah, we're just doing these podcasts sort of like a coach's spotlight and, you know, working our way through the coaches so that women who join our program can just, you know, get to know some of our coaches better in their stories and, you know, why they do what they do. So maybe Nissa start initially with like your own journey. So like, you know, five years ago when mm. you were the raving vegan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess like in more detail, if you want like more detail, Kitty actually, Kitty and I have had chatted before on your podcast. So we'll just pretend that people have never listened to our podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Okay, cool. Well, um, I, I was a um, before I was vegan, I was keto. I had intermittent fasted. I was like the whole black coffee for breakfast thing. And competed in bodybuilding too. Bodybuilding, yeah, yeah. which I, I love. I, I freaking love. But like the whole, like the the foundation to it all, like was just really not not supportive of health. And I thought I was the epiphany of health because I I look good, and I did look really really good. And I think I I went vegan because I was struggling to digest meat, 
And when you understand um, the metabolism for a body to not be able to digest meat, there's actually underlying issues. But for me, I was like, oh, we're not meant to eat meat. We, you know, went down the hole and that's why I went vegan. So yeah, you can imagine where my thought process was at that point, but I cut out all meat and like became very gaunt and quite small, like quite, you would say that I was skinny for me. I think I weighed like 58 kilos for me. And I never weighed under 60, not even when I hopped on stage. And that says something, just how much muscle I lost um and was vegan probably strict vegan for a couple of years and again was just thinking I was like really really healthy and then like we, we had a couple of hurdles just things like that really humbled me and slapped me in the face to uh, remind me that I actually wasn't healthy and one of them was a miscarriage the other one was um, I was getting all of these symptoms of something underlying and thought it was my breasts my breast implants so I had them taken out and it did alleviate it a bit but my body just wasn't recovering it really wasn't recovering and then I started p- packing on a heap of weight and just couldn't understand why so so it was that moment that I was just like, right, let's look at this stuff that Kitty and Craig are raving on about. We need to check this out. And I literally, the rest is history, literally. And now here I am. I'm one of your coaches. Oh, so talk about then like the chat, because she worked with Emma, um, my business partner uh, in Saturday. Just love Emma. She's amazing. So talk about your transition and what happened and the changes in your body and your health. And because then you've obviously had another baby too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was actually um, when I started working with Emma, I'd just started introducing meat back in because I my body was doing crazy things. I'd actually just fallen pregnant. And then um, I was like, I'm craving meat. Mm, you know, and I'd started already dabbling in, like looking at your, what you you and Craig would share and really, really reading all the stuff about what Dr. Ray Pete would um, share and just really went down that rabbit hole of building my health back up right from the baseline going, right, okay, what's going on? Let's look at that. Let's just start building on the foundations. And when I came to Emma, I was covered in thousands and thousands of little skin tags. I was actually still at uni studying my um, bachelor's of nutritional medicine at that time and I said to her oh my um, lecturers are telling me it's um, iron deficiency and um, insulin resistance and all of this and like she really broke it down was literally just like explained it in such a most beautiful way and was like Let, let's look at this Nissa, let's look at this and just put me on the straight and narrow with actually understanding not just telling me what she thought was wrong explaining it going that bit further so we really set the foundations we're really looking at my thyroid health and my um, my digestion and uh, just the bodily symptoms like your subjective and your objective measures the things that you can actually work with the things mm. that you can measure and I, I I kid you not like I, I I just would every day would just see my body just respond and respond. I did put on a fair bit of weight <laughs> and I real I look back now and realize it was probably not necessarily needed, mm. but it definitely was part of my journey and it's brought me to where I am now. And I tell you what, even though we're not at the final stage of where I want to go with my physical body, I'm so mm. fucking proud of it and so happy and healthy. Mm, I know. Cause talk about the improvements in your health. So your cycle, I know you had the cycle issues initially, so that became regular. And- yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. My so I didn't get PMS as bad as what some women get, like the heavy periods. My period was actually diminishing, so it was literally mm-hmm. like I would get my period, I wouldn't even need to wear anything. I would just be like, oh, here she is. Oh, she's gone. Oh, cool, no worries. Mm-hmm. So my period was really diminishing. It was my ovulation that was so painful. I would like to the lead up to my ovulation, I would be um, bedridden. I would be in pain. I would have no energy. And to me, I thought that was just normal. It was like, oh, I'm ovulating, so I must be healthy. I, but um, it was really painful. So that has improved significantly. I think the only time I experiencing experience any kind of, oh, I feel a bit of pain is where I'm really stressed. 
Mm. in whatever way shape or form like working too much like committing to too many clients or you know baby not sleeping or whatever it is then I'll I'll notice it so I get to rein it back in and go right Mm. okay what are the foundations what do we need to do what do we need to tick off so Mm. my my cycle has improved exponentially I, I really don't get any pain I don't get bloating or swelling my skin doesn't go crazy I don't notice any of the the crazy things that happened prior um with my cycle it's very like just straight along like happy 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 I might just notice a little bit I, I don't know when my period's coming the only way I know is because I'll I'll keep track of it on an app um, I don't get any other symptoms um when ovulation's around I don't get swelling of the breast so I tell you what like just that alone is just incredible like you don't mm. have to worry about going I need to rule out two days so I can like be lying in bed with yeah <laughs> and all the skin tags are gone Oh, literally, like I've got a couple, I mean, you probably can't see, but I've got a couple yeah. on my eyelids, but mm. like all gone. I had massive ones that were around like under my wow. eyes, my eyelids and all on my neck and they just went. I tell you what, niacinamide was one of the main mm. factors of, of the things that I was taking that really supported my body with what was going on, the underlying issue. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Mm. And I really, I always remember you like when you first sort of were like, okay, cool, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work with MI because you would, you would talk to me a lot about what you were learning in your degree. Yes. But then you're like, oh, it's just not making sense. Mm. Like, you know, remember you talked once about like they, in one part of the degree, they're talking about cellular respiration and how, you know, your cells need glucose uh, to function, you know, it's their primary fuel source. But then in another part of the course, they're like cut carbs yeah, like, or something like that. I remember you, you were like, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was literally it. Like we're in biochem and they were talking about how glucose is the main form of energy for every cell. And then literally the same day, next class, we went into like, it was like nutrition basics or something like that. And we're talking about like um, cutting sugar because sugar feeds cancer and like all the things that, you know, if you're here listening to this podcast, of course, you probably heard them all before, but all the nasty things that they say about sugar. And I had already started going down the rabbit hole. I was already Mm. working with Emma at this point and it was just a pivotal moment. I'm like, how can they teach one thing and then say another? And I kind of walked out of there. And I think within three weeks, I had actually cancelled. I was no longer studying um, my degree anymore. Wow. That's so crazy. Wow. Yeah. And now, you know, cause she's, uh, you've been working with Cray, you're doing a slow fat loss journey, aren't you? I think, you know, you can probably really relate to a lot of the mums that she's got a lunar 18 months. Is it lunar 18 months? 24 months. 24. Yeah. Okay. So, and um, so you've got two kids, but Luna, I think, has been particularly challenging. Yes. Talk more about that and My being a mom, working, trying to work, and she's got no real support either. Mm-hmm. Um, like her family's not close. Yeah. That's um I I I always say it though in my check-ins when when things are like really hard for me I always say in my check-in to Craig though that what being part of your team is really been such a therapeutic part of my journey like being able to actually have something to live for so I think although I'm going through this chaos with Luna and mum life and juggling I've also got this incredible thing to show up for and to better share my journey with and connect with these mums I, I think that's why I connect so well with the clients that I work with mm. it's like yeah Luna's like she's incredible she's so healthy like let mm. me kid you not like she's a firecracker but she's so so healthy it's just that she she likes to be up all night partying rather than sleeping <laughs> Or when she's teething, she can't handle the pain or whatever it is. And that's just, it's been really hard, and especially coming back and working and working from home. It's been quite a struggle. So like, there's been times where I'm like, Craig, I'm like, I only had two hours sleep, but I'm still here. I've gone for a walk. I've got my sunshine. What do you suggest? And he's like, look, I can't speak from a mum's point of view. 
this is what I would suggest you do. You make the call. And like I would sit there, I would take all in like the advice he'd give me. And for the most part, he's like, you, you guys have worked with that many frigging mums that, you know, you can kind of speak from experience because you've got the experience of all these other mums and these mums that you've been able to help. And I tell you what, it's frigging helping me. <laughs> and how, how do you, you know, like, cause you're obviously just slowly, I mean, how many kilos are you down now since you started? Oh my God. I think I was at about 70, let's say 74, maybe 73 mm-hmm. and a half or 74. And I'm mm-hmm. down to 68.8 now. So it's not a yeah, lot, so but it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. And you know, like how, how have you, you know, jugg- juggled it all and, and managed to, cause obviously you, you, I think that's another thing, like the, your progress hasn't been linear. There's been like up and downs, but you're still consistently showing up and how have you juggled it all? Like with the work and, you know, uh, like trying to eat consistently and then get your training in, like, how have you done it? Well, there's, there's two, there's two things. There's two things is just taking control of the things that are in my control and just ticking them off each day. It's Mm. like, okay, well, you know what? I'm tired. I have no energy, but I can still control what goes in my mouth. I can still control getting some sunshine and going for a slow walk, like just getting some fresh air, like those kind of things. I can still control the fact that I might go to the gym and it might be a really shit session, but I'm going to get an hour and a half to myself because Luna's in care. Mm-hmm. I might get two big lifts in and I might not hit PBs or I might. And and that's it. That might be all I do, but it's better than doing nothing. And every single time I kid you not, I have the most epic sessions. Mm-hmm. I, I might not be bloody squatting 110 kilos like you are but I'm definitely like making progress in that sense so taking control of the things that I have control of and two whenever I feel like I've gone backwards or fallen off just getting back up again mm-hmm. just getting back up again and going you know what who cares I, I went to the Macca's drive-thru last night and got a McChicken whatever the frig it's called and ate that because I was emotional but that's okay mm-hmm. a new day and I, I get to keep moving forward I really like something that you've sort of talked about there is you, I, what I like about you too, is that you take extreme ownership. Yeah. Like you, you obviously things are challenging for you and you've got Luna and your kids and you got two kids and you're trying to work and like, but you always like, if things happen like that, you take ownership and you don't go, well, my life's too hard. Kitty, I can't do it. You're like, okay, cool. I fucked up. Yeah, whatever. Like it just doesn't matter. You just got to keep moving forward and take ownership. And I think that's what I find some women struggle with mm-hmm. is like, they're like, you know, Kitty. And again, I can't even begin to understand what it's like to have kids, but we have two businesses. Like we have stressful lives too. Um, <laughs> two dogs. Yeah, true. They're pretty easy, but you know, I've got to put up with Craig as well. You know? <laughs> Um, but, you know, I think one thing that really helped me in early on in, in my journey, I think, was taking that extreme ownership because you can sit there and go, my life's so hard for X, Y, Z reason. I can't do this for X, Y, Z reason. And if you keep telling yourself that you can't do it, if you keep blaming everyone else for why you're not getting results, it takes your power away, I think. Mm. But you also, too, you've got to be realistic. Like you're not going, I need to be there in 12 weeks. You're like, this is probably going to take me a few years to get to my goal. And I'm okay with that. So what advice would you give to women around that part of it and taking ownership? Mm. Because you would see it too with clients. Mm. Oh, all the time. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's a bit of a hard one because like, this is how I tackle it with my clients is you've got to like deliver it in a way that the the penny drops for them. Mm. Cause like you can like lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So Mm. it's like, how do I plant seeds and like, 
get this client or this person to actually see that they're being their worst enemy or they're mm. actually in the way between them getting to where they want to want to be. So it's delivering the message in a way that it really plants the seeds for them. Mm. But if I had any advice, oh, it's a it's a tricky one. Like this will land for some people, but it's like how bad do you want to change? Like how bad are you or how much are you willing to actually show up for yourself to allow this new version of yourself, this version that wants to lose 10 kilos, this version that wants to deadlift 100 kilos, this version that wants to prance around at the beach in a sexy mm. who wants pain-free periods and who wants good sleep and good energy and yeah all those things like for me it was like okay how bad do I want to clear my skin up how bad do I want to have energy all month round how bad do I want to lose these healing pounds that I gain like how bad do I want to um get between deadlifting 45 kilos to now nearly doing 100 kilos <laughs> And they might seem insignificant to some people, but it's all those little things that actually make up this new version of Nissa. So if you're a client listening, it's like, how bad do you want what it is that you want? And if you want it bad enough, the old version of you, will you won't let that person get in the way. You won't let the fact that you've got no time or your children aren't sleeping or you've got no money or you, you your, your periods are so painful that you're bedridden for a whole week. You won't let that be an excuse. And they're valid, valid things. They're, they're so real. They're real for you. They're your truth and they're painful and they're horrible. But how bad are you willing to work through that, to work through that fire, work through that, like awaken the dragon, I would say with one of my clients, well, let's awaken the dragon and let's slay the bitch and then get to the other side. And it's like, it's using these terminologies or, or whatever it is that you need to have that penny dropped. So how bad do you want it? How, how bad do you want to make this, allow this new version of yourself come to life so that you can experience pain-free periods, amazing energy, having sex with the lights on, like being getting down and dirty with your hubby and, and feeling confident and like seeing how happy it makes him, seeing his wife be so vibrant and happy and confident and having something to live for. Like, I don't know about you, Kitty, but like I've got squats tomorrow and I'm anxious already because I really want to hit a hundred kilos and I'm so, so fucking close. And I, I use that energy today to drive me for that for tomorrow. And it gives me so much vitality and happiness. And I'm like bouncing around. I just went for a walk with my man and I'm like bouncing around. And I'm sure he thinks his woman's fucking crazy, but I'm so happy and it brings him happiness. No, I totally agree. I think about training all the time. Like <laughs> I'm like today, okay, can I do 115, get back up to eight? So I'm going to have six weeks off for this bloody surgery, you know, like, but it, it excites me too. It's so exciting, the strength training. I totally agree. And I think, you know, once you realize that it is within your power and you stop giving your power away and stop, you know, and look, I'm not saying fucking life's so hard. Mm. Like, like again, like I kind of begin to imagine what it's like for you with a baby waking you up and like, and I always say to Craig, I'm like, oh, this is so amazing. I'm like, she's always, so even when she's tired and like, she's just, it seems like quite, not that you don't ever have times when you're not happy. Like, it's not about not ever feeling happy or having emotions, mm. but you know, I think you can choose, you mm. can choose. And like, do you want to waste five, 10 years of your life? hating yourself and hating your body and hating your life or going, okay, shit isn't quite ideal, but what can I do? What can I focus on? How can I make my life better? You know, and just chip away, chip away, chip away, you know? So I think, I really think that's awesome um, advice. And so Nisa, talk a bit more about, um, you know, why you love what you do, like what drives you every day to get up and, you know, to help, to, to help these women like you. Mm. I think I'm just a natural born, like I love helping people. I, I first walked into a gym at the age of 14 and I literally haven't left. Like that's what, you know, over, over two decades, I'm 40 now. And I've been in gyms, in health and fitness, helping people for so long. And like, it's just part of me. It's innately in me. And that's, that's, 
the foundations to it. But what really drives me is seeing the progress I've made in myself that I'm like, if I can go from being extremely dysfunctional, like I've been in abusive relationships, I've been homeless, I've been bankrupt, I've been suicidal. I've been like, I would live for drug vendors. I've I've done some crazy shit. And I've, I've like, I've lost friends to suicide, to drug overdoses and all of this stuff. And if I can get through that along the way with also being like, having body dysmorphia and like being addicted to dieting and like all the crazy things. Like if I can get through that and come out this end and I'm not perfect, I'm not living the perfect life, but if I can get here and be so happy and to like show up every day, like I had a little meltdown the other week over something so, so stupid, but to be able to turn it around and go, babe, I own that. And I have no idea where that came from, but I own it. And thank you for seeing me in my truth. And now I get to work through that. If I can get to here to be able to own my shit, to be so happy and living vibrant and being able to make choices that like helps me and my future self and my children, then anybody can do it. Mm. And if I can like allow my story to be relatable, if I can share, if I can just sit here and like hear somebody, one of my clients had a really bad week the other week and just me like sending her back a quick video going, this is hard. I see and that was, and she went back and she was like, this is all I needed. Thank you. Yeah. Like, just me being me and just being truthful and honest and then sharing whatever wisdom I have. And like, I'm fucking, I don't have much knowledge. Like I've got so much to learn, but if I can share whatever little bit I do have and help people who wouldn't. I, You've got lots of knowledge. You, you're actually very, you have a lot, especially around nutrition and also life experience too. And you got kids, you have a lot of knowledge. A lot. Um, and you this you talked about this and I think this is I believe is an important part of anyone's journey. Like, you know, like I've obviously known you before you joined our team. Yeah. And you said, you know, being part of a team has mm. been integral to your healing journey and giving you like more purpose. And how important do you think it is for women to be around other women going through this journey? Like mm. how how and having that coaching and support too. Like, how have you found it now compared to when you're just trying to do it on your own? Oh, incredibly. It's insane. Like, honestly, I even the most knowledgeable person, whatever, whatever you want to call yourself, will do way better, exponentially better if they have somebody in their corner or a group of people in their corner or doing it with a community. Like, I call it family. I'm all about the family life. When I say that, like. You always get on the Instagram, hey, fam. I love that. Me and Craig yeah. always say, like, this is, hey, fam. <laughs> so good, though. I just love it. Because you are using my family, like all of it. And I, I love that. Whenever Craig's like, oh, can you guys make this like coaching call? Let's have a team catch up. I'm like, I'm all about the family life. I'm there. Like, how can I make it work? And I, I love that. And it does. It gives you a sense of belonging, but also being seen, like someone just seeing you in your mess or seeing you in your success and being able to acknowledge it. Oh my goodness. Like it, it's like being acknowledged and seen can be just as um therapeutic or a sense of achievement as losing 10 kilos or squatting a hundred kilos. Like mm. it's very, very therapeutic. Mm. And can you talk quickly about the types of women that you work with and mm. how, cause you get really exceptional results with your clients. Like I've got lots of testimonials from your clients. So who do you work with types of women? And then how is it that you get such good results for them? Oh goodness. Who do I work with? Well, I would think that I like working with mums is something that I definitely, I love doing cause I'm a mum and I can, I can see them in their mess and I, I can try and like drop a little seed right in the middle of the cyclone and just hope that they catch it. So I think working with mums is definitely one I love, but just like even young women, I've got a couple of like young women that aren't mums and they've got really, really painful periods, like really bad endometriosis and been able to like drop back into myself and go, okay, where would young Nissa be at 28? Okay, 
this this client's dropped. Then I, I listen and I try and take little nuggets away from the little things they tell me because you don't know everything about somebody. So it's like really being able to listen and take those nuggets and go, right, okay, she said this and this and then been able to deliver it back to her in a way that she can hear it. So I think like young women and mums are definitely, oh my God, but then I've recently even got, I've got older clients in their 60s that I freaking love. So I just think like women in general, just women that have that that drive, that that desire inside themselves to wake up that dragon, to slay it, to be allowed this new version of themselves to come to life. So mm-hmm. sorry that kind of like raved on about every single woman on the earth, but no, it's no, it's good. It's really good. It's good. And finally, just to finish things off, um, uh, what advice would you give to women who are on this journey? Mm, don't do it alone. I really, I think I said that last time when we and I chatted is just don't do it alone. You don't have to. And there's always a way, like, don't let money get in the way. Don't let, um, nose get in the way. Like ask yourself, how bad do you want it? And you don't have to do it alone. You really, really don't. Like, it's like, Find a way to allow yourself to be able to show up for yourself and um and go helpful leather for it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nissa. I just love you. Thanks so much for coming out and sharing of how passionate you are. I love passionate and intense people and your those things and more. And ladies, if you're listening to this and you're you know, thinking about um, joining the coaching program, I'll just drop a link in the show notes. You can book into my diary. It's free chat, no obligation to join get a bit better understanding of your goals and where you're at um, and then see if the coaching program uh, is a good fit and you might just want to work with Nissa. I'm sure everyone will want to work with Nissa after listening to this. After listening to all of the coaches, I did, did Margie's the other day. I just love Margie too. She's so beautiful like you. All of our coaches are incredible. Like really feel so fortunate that have people who believe in what we do as much as we do. Like all of you guys are so passionate about this and you yeah. just live it. You live it and, you, mm. and you're real. You know, you're not perfect. You all have your struggles, you know, which is awesome. Mm. Um, so, no, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Nissa. Thank you. And, guys, I'll drop the link uh, below, yeah, and just book in and let's have a chat. Yes. Who wouldn't want to have a chat with you, Kitty? <laughs> oh, no, they're probably sick of listening to my fucking voice on the podcast, my no. bogan Australian voice. <laughs> um, awesome. Thanks so much, Nissa. Thank you.